0: and welcome everyone to the Unhack Mind podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast, and if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you, and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. You know, one thing that I have seen, you know, over the past year and a half now is a lot of struggling people in their relationships. Relationships are ending. People are struggling. And then the pandemic hit and then relationships got tested beyond what anybody could ever imagine. And some of the people's relationships are ending. Some of them are just really toxic. Others have broken up and then trying to decide whether or not they want to get back together. And some are just like so freaking miserable that they don't know whether they're coming or going in the relationships. Some people don't even realize who they are. And because of all the demands that the pandemic put on us, we don't even know what we're trying to do with our own lives, our own personal lives. So it's just a struggle in general. And mental health is being tested beyond measure. If I, I know this for certain because otherwise I wouldn't have as many clients as I have right now. And mental health is the one thing that seems to get put on the side when you are in a relationship. Because you're mostly working on trying to maintain the relationships. Well, if there is not... S- some personal goal setting or some self-care happening between individuals. I don't care what type of relationship you have. That relationship will not survive. Even though we go into relationships and committed to one another with, you know, mutual goals, we still are independent people who came into relationships with personal goals and our own unique identities. But those identities get lost at times. So what do we need to do about that? We realize that, you know, people tend to have different temperaments and conflict was very unavoidable because everybody's temperament is not the same. And not not only that, everybody's temperament may not be one that a lot of people can really understand and get along with. So do we get out of the relationships because we don't like somebody's temperament? Not necessarily, but each person has to make the decision to work on themselves in order for the relationship to even survive because we can work on a relationships, but if I'm miserable and I'm depressed and I'm experiencing anxiety or depression or anything like that, then it won't matter that I'm trying to work on a relationship. I have to work on myself first while in the relationship. I have to get to know my own unique identity and understand my own unique identity while in that relationship. But sometimes for for whatever reason, people do not get to a place of acceptance of other people and their temperaments. And then when you're locked in together based off of a pandemic and forced to work from home and forced to um, not be able to go and do the things that you would normally do. After a while, you can't stand one another. You can't stand one another. You really don't like each other. But the thing is, is is people are handling things differently and their mental health is being affected. How do I know? I see people every day and I, I see it. I see what goes on in these relationships. So how do you get back to yourself? How do you find yourself or get to know yourself and work on yourself? How do you take care of yourself? Well, the first thing most of us would have to do is admit the fact that there is a problem. And if there is a problem with me individually that I really need to work on, then I need to communicate the fact that. I'm struggling with something and I want to work on getting myself together in order for our relationship to survive. We can't just go on always trying to care for and take care of everybody else without first taking care of ourselves and putting on our own mask. Because if you do, we become resentful of the person we're in a relationship with. And I'm not just Referring to relationships where people are married. I'm referring to any type of relationship. This pandemic has had an effect on people in different ways. Nobody could have ever imagined that we would be affected in the way that we were in the last year. And it's flowing over into 2021 as well. It's just because the new year has begun doesn't mean that everything... Is getting better or all better. No, what it really means is that if we don't do some individual work on ourselves and take care of ourselves, I don't care what kind of relationship you're in, it is not going to last. So what I would suggest is that people take a moment and do a self-reflection. Determine what may have been showing up in the midst of your relationship during the past year, all the way into this current year. And even though we may not be able to solve the problems right away, we least need to discover and realize what was the main thing that was getting in the way of our relationship. And don't just blame it on the fact that we were in a pandemic and by ourselves and stuff like that, because people go in, when we went into the pandemic with problems already, but the thing with the pandemic and the way that we were limited in our ability to get around and do things that just like really exposed some things about each one of us. And when you got into the relationship prior to the pandemic, you know, if that's what had happened then I'm sure that you went in with some personal goals and you had, you were pretty much thinking that you knew who you were and you, that just got like lost once the relationship begun because you were forced to be in each other's faces for a long period of time without little to no time apart. So take some time to just do an assessment and realize what might have been the source of some of the things that were going on in that relationship. Were you someone that was overly codependent? Are you someone that is very controlling and demanding? Are you a person that is like angry all the time and, you know, wanting to things to go your way as opposed to being in agreement with one another on how things should go? There is a a, a verse in the Bible that I like to refer back to when I'm dealing with people who have, you know, anger outburst and a lot of conflict. And it comes out of Proverbs for um, chapter 22, verses 24 through 25. And it says, make no friendship with any angry man and with a furious man. Do not go lest you learn his ways and set a snare for your soul. So if you are in a, any kind of relationship with somebody that angers easily or, you know, lashes out and has little ability to pause and use a filter of love, then that person really needs to do a self-assessment and find out what is really the source of all the anger. It's not always just because somebody behaved in a way that you don't want or don't do things the way that you would do it. A lot of times that anger that people, you know, lash out is coming from somewhere else, coming from something that you may have experienced early on. And it really does not have anything to do with the person that you're in front of, except that when you are forced to be in each other's faces, then it just comes out. It just oozes out really easy and you're easily triggered. Multiple reasons can be at play for why someone decides that they no longer want to be in a relationship or they can't deal with being around a person any longer. When we feel uncertain about things and about the future, we will crave information. We'll crave understanding. We'll some of us may just feel lost. And not really know what their purpose is or where the relationship is going or if the relationship is even going to survive. So consider a few things. In any relationship that you're in, everybody wants to be heard, wants to be understood, wants to be respected. Don't want to be feeling like somebody's trying to control them. Don't want to have people's fears projected onto them. And that's a lot that's happening right now. People are projecting their own fears and insecurities onto the person that they're, you know, closest to, and it is really damaging a relationship. So we have to be mindful that regardless of whatever title that you have for one another or whatever the title is for the relationship, nobody wants to be controlled. Nobody wants to feel like they don't have the ability to make decisions on their own. And so if you're fearful of something, it's yours, it's your fear. And it's something that you would have to work on for yourself and not to be demanding or guilting others and shaming others or manipulating people or disrespecting people because you're in closed space and close proximity to them. And you feel like you've got the right to, to lash out and say whatever you want to say to them. Because chances are that relationship will not survive. So what can we do? You know, I've said a whole lot, but we got to have some kind of solutions for trying to cultivate healthier relationships. Number one, I would say it is important for us to be completely open about how we feel and what we need. And be willing to make it safe for other people to communicate our needs and our feelings or their needs and their feelings. Because one of the things that damage most relationships is communication or the lack thereof. So allowing people to have the space to even communicate what they feel, what they need, what their dreams are, what their goals are, and whether or not you are willing to support that while we still stay in the relationship. So be completely open about how you feel and what you need. Number two, avoid stonewalling behavior. There is nothing worse than having to be in a place with someone who when you're trying to communicate how you feel and what you need, that person shuts down because they can't handle conflict and they, they, they don't like being confronted with anything. And so they just shut down and don't talk and separate. And so you're in a home or, you know, in a relationship where there's no communication. No one is returning um, text messages or returning phone calls, you're just shutting down and that's their punishment. I'm just not going to talk to you. Feel that, deal with that. But that is like a, a, a dangerous weed getting in the midst of a relationship that will destroy it. So avoid stonewalling behaviors that will kill the relationship. Resolving conflict should always be the goal. Not you being right or you um, proving that it should have went your way in the first place. The, The goal should always be to resolve the conflict. Number three, seek some wise counsel for yourself or for the relationship because residual damage from the past can absolutely seep into your current relationship and absolutely destroy it totally destroy it. So seek wise counsel and not the counsel of somebody that has no idea what a marriage is like, or no idea what a long lasting relationship is like, or no idea what it's like to raise children together or have, you know, be in a relationship with somebody that has children when you have none. It's seek wise counsel from somebody that understands what you might be dealing with that understands what it's like to lose your job and no longer know what your purpose is. Seek counsel from somebody that can understand you and connect with you and relate to your, your trauma or your story or your history or whatever it is that you are seeking counsel for and avoid having friends in your business to the point where when you decide to stay with or get out of the relationship or make up that they are not holding grudges against your partner because an a outsider has no real bond with the people that you're you're with or you're in a relationship with. So it can be easy, especially certain temperaments for people to dismiss them, even when you want to get back with them or try to work on your relationship. So just avoid that. That's why I said always seek the wise counsel of somebody that really knows what they're talking about. Number four, reevaluate your relationship goals and communicate your personal goals. Just because I'm in a relationship with you doesn't mean I just, you know, X out my all of my personal goals. That's not happening. I need to be able to still have personal goals even in a relationship. Most of the people, when they get in relationship, they lose their identity. They stop doing the things that they enjoy and they feel like they got to give everything to the relationship. And for anybody that has a partner that is still pursuing their personal goals and feels as though that they're doing something wrong because you're married now and you shouldn't want to do that, that's a that's dangerous all, all all over the place. And that is a relationship that is bound to end. Because of not getting the support that you need. So if somebody has a problem with you pursuing something, then more than likely there's going to be resentment as a weed in that relationship and it's going to kill it off anyway. And lastly, make the effort to plan alone time for yourselves. Everybody needs their own alone time at times. And if you're one of those people that are needy and always want to be in the face of somebody and can't stand to be alone, you're going to struggle with this. And you need to learn how to spend time with self and give people space to spend time with themselves. It is not going to hurt anything. And everybody needs that peace and a a little bit of time to get restored. But when you are in a relationship, always have date night as well time where you spend quality time together, but quality time apart. That way people don't lose who they are in a relationship. I hate when people think that just because we're in a relationship that I can't do and pursue and spend my time by myself. I am somebody that enjoys alone time. If you want to be in a relationship with me, then you need to be able to respect that. But know that when we spend time together, it's going to be quality. So we don't have to be jealous or resentful for somebody wanting a little time to themselves or just with their own friends and their own people, you know, because we came into relationships with friends, and family, and we don't always need to be with our partner in order to spend time with those friends and those family. So just realize, even though we're two individual people going into a partnership or relationship together, we still are these people. We don't stop being who we are just because there's a relationship and we don't have to project our own insecurities and fears and things like that onto the other person. Get help for that. Get help for yourself. I believe just like doctor's appointments and having a regular doctor, primary care doctor, I believe that everybody at some point in time needs to have wise counsel, seek a therapist or somebody, a pastor, whatever, or whoever is important to you to give you sound advice for your relationship, or at least giving you the platform to share your thoughts and your feelings and things like that, just so you can, you know, have a, a listening ear that won't be judgmental and won't judge your partner or whoever it is that you're in a relationship with when you decide to give it another try or to improve. And by no means is any of the, what I'm saying has anything to do with being abused being abused by somebody emotionally or physically or sexually. I never, never condone people to stay with somebody that is physically hurting them, sexually hurting them, or emotionally hurting them. I do not condone that. Everybody needs to make sure that they're getting help for whatever issues or whatever unresolved things that they have from their past. So it doesn't seep into their relationship and poison the whole soil. Okay. So said a lot, like I always do, because I talk, talk, talk a lot, but I hope you got something from this. And if you did find a reason to share this with somebody that might need to hear it, put it on your social media and let the other people hear it. Maybe it might be somebody that, you know, needs to hear it. But when you share it on your platform, sooner or later, they go click and listen, because right now. All relationships are challenged, you know, and it may not look as bad as it appears. Social media is not an actual picture of what people are really going through and people are really hurting. I know that. Um, If I didn't know that, I wouldn't be in business (laughs) that I'm in right now, but it is happening, but it can get better if people take the time to get the help that they need. All right. Until the next time, everyone, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always good physical health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share this on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackedmind.com or life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care and I hope you come back.